so Riley, I just I just want to I just want to clear something up with you real quick. Uh huh. Sure. 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 Um, is it goat? Is thing? it goat related? No, it's not. No. Okay. That's a that's record time for goat mentioning. Yeah. So props for that. <laughs> <laughs> We're like not even five seconds. Ten seconds. Yeah. That's great. All um, right. Anyway. Anyway. And I've been kind of waiting like a full year to tell you this. Uh-huh. Um, but when you introduce songs, you do this thing where you get really quiet. <laughs> right at like the really important moment where you're saying the name of the song <laughs> and the artist. And I hate that. <laughs> I really just, I oh, hate it. Oh, God. <laughs> and I've been waiting. It's, it's been a full year. And Wait. we just need to knock that shit off. <laughs> Wait, you're <laughs> like, yeah, okay. So let me get this straight. You're telling me two uh, things here. You're telling me two things. You're telling me that you've got a major problem in our relationship that you mm-hmm. haven't brought up. So it's just been welling inside you. Mm-hmm. Um, so and far, so good. That it's also been an entire year since we've started recording this. Oh yeah. I guess I, I guess I am saying that. Kind of sounds weird. It sounds different when you say it. Yeah, it's kind of snuck up on us, huh? Huh. And it's been like a year. Also, let me just get my list of things here. <laughs> oh, oh. That I, I see. I hate about what you do. Yeah, um, you probably <laughs> wrote it on paper because that's another thing you do. Yeah. <laughs> and you just sit there and, and you wrinkle the paper. That was for ambiance. God damn it. <laughs> uh, for real, man. Wow. It's been a year. It this has. has been a really good time. Uh, I I don't know what I thought coming into this. I don't know whether I expected it would last a year or not. I mm. I think I did. I think I knew that we were going to be having fun doing this, but I had no idea it would be where it is now. Um, yeah. And... And as far as, like, I thought it was going to be fun, but I didn't expect to uh, glean much from it as far as personal gain, aside from just, you know, staying in contact with you and, and getting to talk about something that I enjoy. But I've I've had some very, I mean, uh, regular listeners will know, I've had some very cathartic experiences <laughs> while recording. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And it just it's happened a lot uh so this has been a pleasant surprise as far as uh how much this does for me as well as uh, i mean that just adds to the fact that i get to share it with other people yeah and i agree with that like i thought this would be fun i thought this would be pretty casual it'd be like a good way to dive into music and you know listen to new stuff and really pick friends brains about it uh what i didn't expect was for it to just kind of become therapy yeah yeah i know right i i look forward i look forward to recording night all week yeah yeah because i i just save stuff for i save some of my my general thoughts for for sunday nights um it's pretty great it's uh totally unexpected (laughs) yeah and it has been fun to kind of watch our progress from like in the beginning we were doing you know the each episode was an album, which was exhausting to edit, so exhausting to long. research and talk about. And <laughs> our recording sessions would go for like three hours and it would be my goal to take off like 45 minutes to an hour of that. And like, it was just so yeah. much. 
Uh, and then we took, so, you know, and we still do this. We use a lot of words to say not that much stuff, but it's kind of gone from like this weird, tense, well-researched kind of stiff thing to kind of an angry thing for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was during, some turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. During election season. And even after the, you know, and again, during inauguration season, and we were just really grumpy. Yeah. And then we kind of went through this weird month where it's like, I'm pretty sure you were like, pretty close to texting me like hey do you have the files are you gonna do something with those <laughs> files because i would go for like three weeks instead of two weeks and yeah i, I think it, it was kind of a rough time yeah yeah but, but that's that's kind of the ebb and flow of doing anything creative like this i think um mm-hmm. but yeah i I'm just, I'm thinking back to some of the first episodes that we did, man. I just, <laughs> uh, I, I remember when we published the first one, I was so excited to hear it that I made you send it to me before you published it. And uh, I, I can't imagine being like that excited to hear our own voices again, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then not even like five minutes into it there was a huge editing snap for where oh, i forgot yeah, I just, to forgot i forgot to, to the delete the rest of the track maybe yeah. maybe we should just do a throwback moment right right here we can can we yeah. get that clip in there here's my very first big editing <laughs> mistake like not even five minutes into our first episode here's that for you <laughs> interesting i mean that's not it how it sounds parasitic to me but then swallow up your better nature i mean he's he wants to latch on to that uh, better nature that you have as a human being so he can return to a, you know, a, a normal human state where, whereas where we are now is completely disconnected. Yeah. What's, what was your... Yeah, a little hard to hear us talking over that. Just a little bit. Oh, we swear it's gotten better. If you're new to the podcast, uh, it does not all sound like that. Although there are a few <laughs> editing snafus. Um, I, a personal favorite of mine when I was when I uh, I thought I was trying to be funny on or I thought I was funny. I was trying too hard to be funny. I should say uh, uh-huh. on, <laughs> on the uh, episode I did with with our our frequent guest uh, Seamus and. Uh, on the episode we did on Caspian. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> right in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It sounds like a... Like, the whole fucking episode sounds like a slapstick skit. Because I, like... Yeah. I worked uh, Taps in. Um, I worked uh, The Ballad of Bilbo Baggins by William yeah. Shatner. Uh, During but the my, bathroom break, yeah. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite desperate attempt at being funny was uh, the cutting uh the sound of of one of us eating chips into uh <laughs> into one of the songs we were reviewing that was hmm. that was so good my finest editing moment for sure um what are your first editing moments too yeah uh 
you did the the atmosphere episode true yeah i did the the quiggle collection which that one was uh i think that was that one was of our good first one. good episodes yeah yeah that was one of the first ones and i didn't even edit it and i'm just like oh i'm so proud of you <laughs> yeah that was fun it's so fun listening to an episode you didn't edit yeah because um, you can yeah since you know the editing process now you can like pick up little stuff that the other mm-hmm. person does yeah yeah, I, I, I have learned so much about that. I mean, I, I have never edited any audio whatsoever in my life before, before yeah. I started doing this. And as I mean, some listeners will know, they, they were around for uh, our discovery of noise gates. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say <laughs> recently. How, how, <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say how recent or far that was. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, it was like uh, three weeks ago. Um, this year, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah anyway it's like it's such a it's a science it's such a different world um but i've Mm -hmm. loved it uh and i'm i'm glad that we're kind of sharing that duty now it gives both of us a chance to kind of put our own twists on on various episodes um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's been it's been amazing uh i can't do you have any particularly favorite episodes overall that we've done Oh man, I really liked the Gaslight Anthem album. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, just how ridiculous we got with the with the great fucking music episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were like both like a few drinks in, we had come I... up with this playlist that we thought was freaking genius, <laughs> and the whole thing was like a skit, and we thought we were so funny. You're, you're all the way over there. Yes. Uh, hey, come over here. Come over oh. here. Oh, yes, yes, yes of course. Have yes. a seat. Um, Have yeah, a seat. okay. All right, all right. Yes. <sighs> Hello, Riley. How are you this evening, Clark? Oh, I'm doing so well. This this lounge is beautiful. Yeah, isn't it? it is. It's gorgeous. Uh, bear rugs, tiger rugs. Bear rugs, tiger rugs, and... Uh, Zebra rugs. I heard, a, I heard a little rumor about you, Riley. Oh, what's that, Clark? I heard you have a date this weekend. I'm afraid I don't. Then I guess uh, you'll just have to meet her on the dance floor. And how will I get there, Clark? Will will this episode send me there? Oh, this episode will take you all kinds of places, Riley. Because this is the Songs for Shaking. Good fucking music. Oh, God. I was I was <sighs> really hungover the next day. I For that episode, I put a box of wine on my computer desk and just refilled it throughout the episode. <laughs> refilled my glass. I think I made it through about half a box of wine, which oh, uh, yeah, is yeah. almost two bottles. I kept a couple of the refill sounds in, but I cut a couple of them out. So I'm just like, oh, okay, here he goes again. I have to protect your dignity a little bit. Um, yeah. I think that was one of the ones where I may have kept the bathroom break in because I'm like, surely they have to understand. <laughs> Uh, you got pretty creative with the bathroom breaks over the course of, of this. Oh, it um, still cracks me up. With, our, <laughs> with the, like the soundtracks to them and the timing. Um, I just, I feel like you've got this. You've got this down. Yeah. Uh, but since we've been doing the shorter episodes for season two, we haven't really needed that. Because we're no. not doing like the three hour sessions. No. <laughs> and I mean, since there are no rules, you can just, I mean, you can go to the mm-hmm. bathroom anywhere. You, like while you're recording, you can just bring oh, yeah. the mic with you. No rules, man. You drink kombucha and pee it right back into the same bottle you got it yep. from, you know? That's that's what I do. can mm-hmm. basically taste the same. <laughs> uh, so I guess that's a, that's enough 
masturbation for now. I will come back with some closing thoughts towards the end of the episode, but um, uh, we probably should play a song or two. Yeah, yeah, instead of just our terrible edits. And um, can, oh, can I man. just say, can I just say mm-hmm. how happy I am that I? So if I wouldn't have missed out on recording one of the episodes and you hadn't brought Austin in in my place, I would not mm. have ever discovered Alt J. I don't think. Yeah. That is, I've, I've heard more feedback on that episode. Um, yeah. Alt J and you really like him now, right? Like yeah. you listen to him somewhat regularly. Oh yeah. yeah. At least a couple times a week. Um, oh. yeah, it's, it's amazing. It, it just a totally uncovered a, a new sound for me. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, if nothing else, listening to our own podcast, that's, that's been, <laughs> that's been one major takeaway for me that was, that would be worth it. Um, yeah, yeah it's just, uh, we've discovered some cool shit. Um, and hopefully we keep bringing that, uh, with this new, new episode. Well, I guess it's not so new anymore. We've, we almost had as many new episodes. I hope you could see the air quotes around that new mm-hmm. episodes, uh, now as we do old ones. Yeah, season two's been going on for we're, we're cruising, longer than man. I expected. Uh, we're at what, which like is good eight, though. Eight new episodes or something since we started this. Yeah, something. Yeah, it, it's it has gone by so fast. It's oh, weird yeah. how just like the episodes are just kind of like how this has become a habit. Mm-hmm. This is just kind of oh, something yeah. I do. This is my Sunday thing. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah, I like. <laughs> people i've got some friends that have mondays off uh as well and and they want to do stuff on sunday nights every time but i've basically permanently unsubscribed (laughs) from Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. doing anything on sunday night because i just know that this is this is my thing yep and if we do do something we'll just push it forward a couple hours and whatever Mm -hmm. uh i i it's funny because you said the quiggle episode is one of the first ones that got good and I'm looking now, and it's like, yeah, because right after that was Purity Ring, which was yeah, such a Purity fun Ring was episode. a great episode, man. Oh, that was so fun. I loved all of those songs. That was the f- that was the first one that got us uh, like people that we didn't know to talk back to us. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time we heard from a listener, and that blew our minds. That was like, oh yeah, that was the that was the milestone. Yeah. Like, I, I would have been happy if it stopped there, if we just like <laughs> one yeah, person reach out and talk to us. But And it's you, like, I remember when we passed 100 subscribers and our minds were just blown. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> How many people? Yeah. And and we, we, were were like, the... <laughs> we were like counting up people that we know that would subscribe yeah. to it. We're like, well, I know my cousin said he would. Uh... <laughs> but that still doesn't equal 100. Yeah, we just couldn't figure it out. And now that number just keeps getting like bigger and bigger. And oh, we're just it's, like, it's, who are these people? It's amazing. It's I, I never in my wildest dreams would have expected what has happened. Yeah. And we're only like a year in. And we just now are kind of starting to figure out our shit. Yeah, so, we just like... now discovered noise gates. So <laughs> if that tells you only, anything. Only gets better from here, guys. Yep. Uh, dude, so what a... What a good time. Yeah, it's, it's just been unreal. Um, but, like, speaking of good times, I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of – we're kind of leaning that direction this week with our with some of our picks. Um, mm, kind of. With our first round of picks, the second round of picks got weird. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Um, what do you want to start with tonight? I mean, what do you mm. think kind of – I don't think anything really sets the pace because none of them sound like the other, so – well, 
I'm going to start off with the the second pick that I sent you, the super super hipster one. Mm-hmm. I do um, like this song. Yeah, uh, the song it is by the Parker Brown Band, and the song name is "We Were Young." Very nicely enunciated. Very clear. Thanks. I was gonna say, did you did you hear what I did there? I, uh, you used your I, voice, I s- your normal speaking voice, to announce mm-hmm. the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I played the song, and mm. uh, yep, yep, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that song. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> uh, that's a song by a local band. Um, Parker Brown is a, for Billings, Montana. That man is a legend. He is an incredible guitar player, uh, upright bass player. I think he knows the cello, piano, so guitar. Is this, is this a like a one man band kind of thing? No, he has. Uh, he's assembled some of the best musicians in town for this band. And then, like, if one of his buddies is in town um, when he's playing, he'll just like be like, "Oh, great, yeah, grab your sax, play along. Here's what we're playing." Uh, he has a very extensive jazz background, hmm. so. When he solos, it's not just like, okay, you get 30 seconds for a guitar solo. It's like, nope, we are all like trained jazz musicians. Yeah, we're just going to do this until it feels right to stop. Yeah, yeah, and like the chords and stuff, like I swear they're just making it up before the songs. And you like you'll watch the brass section, the you know trumpet, saxophone, and trombone, and like the little cuts that they do with the like bop, battled up stuff like that. Yeah. They're all just making that up on the fly with the solos. And you see them just doing hand signals to each other and and laughing about it. And every now and then they'll they'll accidentally hit different notes than each other and they'll all laugh. It's such a fun fun huh. show to watch, and everybody's just dancing and everybody's just having a blast um so i do really enjoy this song the more i listen to it and it's a good song about just kind of like the the naivete of young love and and how um just all these things they did together and they were just you know they were young and they were they were puppy love or whatever it's just a good song it sounds very wilco inspired when the guitar solo kicks in it does yeah uh but I, i guess i picked this song because it it's a good springtime song for one but it's also just a good reminiscing song and as we Mm -hmm. talk about like okay it's been a year and i kind of like this song kind of makes me think back of of the good times and starting new things and and how naive and and silly we are at any given moment and how we somehow think a year later that we're less naive yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah true yeah Uh, you raise a good point yeah, it's just a good reminder of that. It's like, no, we're the same silly, naive people. It's just we have one more year of experience. Yep. And that does count for something. It does. But we still don't have all the answers. No. You know? God, no. Yeah. 
if we so had, if we had all the answers, we'd be making a living. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I picked this song. It's just it's a good reminder of that, and it's just really it's fun a to listen. Great to. Great tune, yeah. I it's incredible live. Tune. I will be incredible. listening to more of this. Who? What's the band again? Parker Brown. Yeah, the Parker Brown Band. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, about seven or eight just incredibly talented people. And if he's in Bozeman, he calls up his jazz buddy that he used to play with in Bozeman. And he'll be like, hey, hey, you want to come play at the show? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. And, like, there's just one more person on stage. It's just – it's such a neat experience. Hmm. Um, when Parker Brown used to have a band called the Tyler Burnett Band, uh, back when I lived in Billings the first time, 10 years ago – uh, and I would go to their live shows. They would play at like this event called the live after five downtown where they'd shut down like f- three or four city blocks and they would just have like a big kind of music festival every week. And, uh, his band would play that and, oh man, I would sneak in cause I, um, wasn't 18 yet. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and I would, I would sneak through a, a gate and like, I would kind of like go through this fence area cause we weren't supposed to be in there just so I could like dance and listen to them. So Huh, that's awesome. I yeah. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I never, I mean, I never really expanded beyond like the, the, uh, like house punk shows that that we went <laughs> to in middle school and high school when I lived there. So really, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm glad to see that there's there's real talent involved. Yeah, and I'd sneak into bars and watch him play jazz too because he had a jazz quartet at the time. So. <laughs> He still plays at Walkers all the time. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds like he might be able to do that. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, that good is stuff. that is a great, great pick, man. That's, Thank you. Appreciate it. That's hard to follow. Um, yeah. But I think I will. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, on the lines, uh, along the lines of uh, incredible musicians, musicianship, musicianship. <laughs> God, it's a tough word. Musician. <laughs> Oh boy. Music. I'm not editing any of this. Musicianship. <laughs> there it is. Found Musicianship. It. No. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, Riley? Water. Oh. I, can't, I can't. I just can't do it. Yeah, musicianship. Okay, musician. <laughs> anyway, okay, anyway, the band is. Uh... <laughs> the band is, is Primus. And. Uh... <laughs> And the song is Those Damned Blue Collar Tweakers from their album uh, Sailing on the Seas of Cheese. So yeah, any anybody who has heard of Primus uh, or has been marginally introduced to Primus uh, knows what to expect. Kind of, mm-hmm. um, lots they of really what the... weird shit going on. But uh, under all of that, under all of like the comical kind of, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to call this. It's like 
yeah, it's like redneck rock, but it's it just kind of uh, brings you back to the swamplands of Louisiana. Yeah, uh, but, but, but not in a fun got... bluesy way. In no. like a weird like we're gonna go kill a gator way. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's got like a an element of like okay, what am I trying to think of? Um, oh. It's got an element of almost like psychedelic rock. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But, but it's not quite that. It's it's more mature than that. <laughs> it, so it doesn't take long after after starting to listen to a Primus song. It doesn't take long for you to kind of be witness to Les Claypool's superiority on bass. It's just like he takes the bass directions that's never been taken before. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, most of the lead parts of any Primus song are played by a bass, which I love yeah. bands that do that. I love people that can do that. Um, and I think that there's, it, and it just like icing on the cake is that Les Claypool's also the singer for Primus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love bassists that sing regardless of their talent, but then I love talented bassists. So this is just like a great package. And and I think it's kind of got that jazzy sort of element to it where it's just a three-piece band, but they play so well together. They just kind of... Because the pace changes so often in most Primus songs that they've got to yeah. be on top of it in order to make it sound good. I think um, he plays a six-string bass too, right? Mm-hmm. So he can really get like pretty high notes for a bass guitar. Yeah, I think I would probably call this Redneck Fusion. <laughs> like if i had to like really nail it down i'd say this is redneck fusion because it's like yeah it's definitely psychedelic and jazz which is generally like just simplified to f- like jazz fusion mm-hmm. but it's definitely kind of redneck too yeah i mean, they have the song about like a big brown beaver and jerry yeah. was a race car driver and my name is mud and stuff like that yeah um so yeah redneck fusion yeah uh you they are very very skilled musicians mm-hmm. uh i have a hard time keeping up with just like the musicality in general it's one of those things i don't know i feel like i'd like it more without the vocals but yeah i do admire just what he's doing with his hands while he's singing with his mouth and like just the the key changes and the key signature changes it's like some next level stuff yeah like this this person lives and breathes music this is it's this is math cool. rock yeah <laughs> math redneck fusion <laughs> that's perfect mm-hmm. that's what we should pitch that to their record label <laughs> i'm sure they care um yeah as far as i bring this to the table is why i bring this to the table um i just you know i was back when i lived in a town with a really cool record store and missoula doesn't really mm. have one unfortunately but no um, there's there's a couple record stores here but there's just nothing like uh the record store i went to in boise called the record exchange um Mm. i'd go there every payday back when i was (laughs) making more than a living wage which Mm -hmm. i reminisce about those times but um (laughs) i'd go there every payday and just like scrounge around and i always set aside myself some money to just spend on random albums and that kind of stuff um and I found the album that this is on, Sailing on the Seas of Cheese, in, like, the bargain bin. If you bought three of them, you got them, like, three for ten bucks. Nice. Um, wow. So I got, like, I got this. Um, I got, uh, so I got Primus. I got a, um, oh, God, 
Do Make Say Think, which is a, a uh, Gusby yeah. the Black Emperor offshoot, and I got yeah. um, Illmatic by Nas. Hmm. <laughs> I That's got those three good. for 10 bucks. Wow. On CD or vinyl? CD. Nice. Or compact disc, if you prefer. I mean, vinyl's cool and all, but I like to have it on my computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hmm. um, so I picked this up just because I had heard of Primus and I liked a few of their songs, and I, it, this just kind of sent me further down that wormhole. But I brought I brought that into work a couple weeks ago, and it just keeps coming up because everyone I work with seems to like Primus, which is, huh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's all the quinoa we eat or yeah, all the that kombucha is we drink. Weird. But something about us makes us all like Primus. Um, so it's been on repeat basically since I since I brought it in. Um, <laughs> and that happens to be one of my favorite tracks off that album. So hmm. it's just my good just kind of kind of one of my work jams. Yeah, it's it's good. It's been kind of dictating the pace of my work for the last week. So it's just like all over the place. In other words, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. That's a. Uh, the more I listen to it, the I'm warming up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes. Oh, it's a, it's a slow warmer, like yeah. any, any good barbecue sauce. You know, it's. Uh, I will say sneaks up. On yeah, it. like any good barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the solo right around what three twenty two. Yeah. The little bass solo. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's so funky. It's so weird. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't you don't hear bass solos like that very often. Nah, I really don't. Or uh, bass solos it's... in general. But yeah, but this guy just he he knocks him out. I mean, the whole thing is kind of a bass solo in a way. Yeah, but... yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cool what he does when he has you know a simpler beat behind him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's fun. I think that that solo really does exhibit the interplay between these guys. Uh, very well good stuff yeah uh what's uh how are how are you gonna transition this (laughs) i was just gonna like make small talk for a while and then be like oh yeah we should probably talk about music again (laughs) okay that's kind of my that's kind of my (laughs) go-to not not to um, be too inside baseball speaking Uh of speaking of small talk uh i have Mm. in the past week so uh, in mm-hmm. the past exact exactly a week so seven days uh i have cooked something mm, at least 14 times so i've at least cooked twice a day holy cow which that has is... just been amazing it's been so good i, I feel bad because you're just texting me so many things of like food you're making and i'm like <laughs> wow i've <laughs> I am not making. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I have a kind of unexpected roommate weird situation right now, yeah. so I just have not been spending much time in the kitchen. Yeah, I don't blame um, you for that one. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving. It's it's working out. It's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. a different unexpected thing. So, switching houses. Uh, we'll have a new studio set up. Yeah, so be good. I expect yeah. your I expect your voice to just ooze like silk out of <laughs> out of your microphone and into my ears. Mm-hmm. It'll be a new microphone too, so if you guys oh. notice a drop in quality, then uh, let me know. It should not <laughs> drop because that microphone was not cheap, but let me know nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, 
Dude, that's really cool, man. Cooking twice a day. Yeah, like, it's been really lunch good. Lunch and dinner, breakfast and dinner? Mostly breakfast and dinner, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot um, of eggs or... No, you did... Uh, man, you did something crazy today. Uh, today, did... yeah, I did uh, I did fried cabbage with capers, which actually turned out really well. Mm. Um, it's a nice mix because I... Uh, right at the end, I deglazed the pan with apple cider vinegar, so it got that huh. really nice, sharp acidity. Um, yeah and then i uh i cook the cook the eggs i scramble my eggs but i cook them on really low heat um yeah so they don't get that tough texture um but the wall of egg is yeah, mm, yeah as they so so colloquially colloquially call it god yeah, i'm having awesome a hard time. words today yeah. um but uh yeah so i cooked the eggs in the i i made some um made a pork shoulder last night <laughs> Uh, mm, in the, mm, in the mm. oven for a few hours and then put some Carolina barbecue sauce on it. Uh, served it with collards and um, burnt, nice. burnt tomatoes. It was really good. Uh, oh, man. But anyway, I used that pork fat to cook the eggs in. Uh, so the eggs were like really nice and savory and fatty and all that good stuff. So the acidity of the cabbage cut through it really nicely, actually. Wow. Um, yeah, and then the great. capers with just like the little pops of flavor. Yeah, mm. like and kind of I made sure that they were not equally dispersed. They were little clumps of them, so you get yeah, like, bites yeah. without them, and then get a bite with a ton of that salty sharpness. Yeah, it's really good. I do like me some capers. Have you ever had caper berries? No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I have. It's from the same fruit as the caper, but they actually let it grow all the way. Huh. <laughs> it's really good. It's it's kind of like a green olive but are they, are they it's jarred? also they can be jarred yeah you'd get them in jars okay um but it's kind of like okay so you know when you eat a uh what is it a fig if you get a fresh fig mm-hmm. it kind of kind of seems like you're eating a bug because like the, it just like kind of has like a weird crunch texture to it alien texture yeah yeah it's like if you were to take the mouthfeel and make it more pleasant of like a fresh fig but like the flavor and the intensity of like a green olive, you'd have yourself a caper berry. Wow. They really kick you in the pants, but they're really good. Hmm. Yeah. I gotta look for those. And uh, then there's capybara, which is of course the world's largest rodent. So yeah, good stuff. Wow, <laughs> that. Oh, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I see right through your plan. <laughs> Speaking of salt and rodents. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the next song <laughs> is from an artist uh, Ooh, called modest God. mouse um <laughs> the song name is the ocean breathes salty
Now, this is one of the Modest Mouse songs you actually know, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like this one is fairly popular. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it actually um, got radio play and stuff. Uh, yeah. But I I like it. It is a good springtime yeah. song. It reminds me of like a, a harbor town that would get that sea wind. So it's kind of like a little bit biting mm-hmm. and cold, but it, it makes you feel very aware of things. <sighs> I this this song has everything in it that I like about Modest Mouse, and it, but it still has that element that I <laughs> mm-hmm. I like. I was I was already having a hard time explaining this mm-hmm. to you earlier about what I don't like about Modest Mouse is I just don't understand them, I guess. And I think it's the exact same way I feel about Primus, you know? Where it's like, I I can acknowledge that these are talented people, I can acknowledge that this music is not bad, but I'm just, like, never going to actively seek out Primus music. I'm just not, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm okay with people liking it, I'm Mm -hmm. never going to be like, why do you like Primus? It's like, nah, I, I don't think I'll ever really understand that. But, um... Yeah, I think that's kind of how you are with Modest Mouse. Yeah, yep, I, I think that's that's pretty hmm. straight on. But the, but like I said, it's got a lot of, like the music side of things has a lot of, like the instrumentation has a lot of things that I really like about it. The very lightly distorted guitar that kind of sends it into a different stratosphere, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's very spacey sounding, yeah. I like that. Feels um, like you should be high when you to listen be, to it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, um, maybe that's the appeal of yeah, it for people. Very well know. could be. It's good. Uh, like cigar smoking music too. Um, uh, I could. See I that. guess I picked this song because, um, in the same way that I said, it kind of reminds me of like a brisk sea wind. Which I mean, the title, "The Ocean Breathes Salty." That's that's what kind of makes me like makes me think of that because if it's kind of windy near the ocean, you can almost like taste the salt. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can pretty much. So uh, I guess I've just been thinking about that because it is springtime, and like you'll have these these bright sunny days which are so nice, but they'll be punctuated by these like really rainy days where it's kind of brisk and like I got thunderstormed on on my way like home like to record this podcast. It was just like surprise, yeah, I'm walking and, three blocks and, I got and a thunderstorm. Yeah, and you today. got snowed on. <laughs> So I guess the song just kind of reminds me of like that that briskness that kind of catches you by surprise, and you don't hate it because you know it's part of the season. It's part of it. You should probably wear a jacket everywhere. You know, even if it's seventy <laughs> degrees, bring yeah. a jacket, put it in the car, whatever. Um, but the season is just full of those moments of like, oh yeah, wait a second, it's not summer. It is a completely different yeah. season. So yeah, it's a this song is just acts as a reminder of that and i just think it's really pretty yeah oh it is yeah Yeah. absolutely um and i uh, i like i understand that too i just i do i I, I get that you don't get it that's uh, i'm okay with that yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna try to convert you uh i'd say you like the strokes though right Uh, oh okay wow um i was gonna say like at least we can agree on the strokes, and that's like... I like the strokes better than... Oh, that's I fine. Yeah, that's completely that. fine. Strokes are, like, yeah. way more rudimentary, way, like, less of this weird, ironic edge to them. Uh, but I feel like mm-hmm. Modest Mouse has taken a lot from the strokes, and maybe vice versa. I think it probably goes Modest Mouse has taken more from the strokes, but... Yeah. 
Yeah, I could see that yeah. for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Good huh. stuff, man. Yeah, I like I like that one um, as much as as much yeah. as I can. <laughs> it's a it's a very apt Thanks. apt pick. Yeah. Man, that transition mm-hmm. worked out. <laughs> yeah, it did. I really like how you brought in the uh, wait. What did you? Oh yeah, the Cuchicaba, no, we went from right? capers to caper berries to capybaras to not Cuchicabra. Chupacabra is a. Uh, it's oh, a fable creature that will like eat stuff. It's it's like a wicked uh, coyote yeah, yeah. Uh, jackal thing. Yeah, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, chupacabra. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Speaking of chupacabras, <laughs> I'm gonna try my hand at Nailed this transition it. thing. Um, <laughs> speaking of fabled beings, well, that almost works. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. I think. Uh, I mean. It's just I, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that, that this has been going on for a full year. Yeah, uh... Uh, it's just so weird because I, I can picture, I can picture exactly where I was when we recorded our first episode and how much it's mm-hmm. changed mm-hmm. in the course of <laughs> in the course of a year. Even you know, even just in like in my studio. Yeah, I was <laughs> well, I was in my last three weeks in New York. I was still over there. Oh yeah, you were yeah, still in New in York. You knew you were coming back, yeah. but but you were in New York. Yeah, um, and I was still in Boise. Uh, and neither of us were happy. Yeah, where and we I, were. <laughs> no, yeah, that was a that was yeah. a dark time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love the city. I love and, my roommates. It's just everything combined. I'm like, I need sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I need the the kind of sleep you can't get in a city yep, like that. Yep. And I didn't have my super high tech sheets hanging up from the ceilings yet. <laughs> Remember um, how bad some of those episodes sounded? <laughs> oh God, I can't even. <laughs> oh man, I like I do not want to go back and listen to some of our first episodes because I don't want to be embarrassed about what we thought was was <laughs> was worthy of. Being I honestly put can't out there. get through most of our old episodes. Like I'm I'm half tempted to just like clip it off at like 12 but at the same time i, I want the archives yeah. to be back there uh just yeah. you know because i, I think just to... <laughs> people will tell from the first episode they're like okay these guys have no clue what they're doing so i'm just gonna skip ahead and they're like okay still don't know what they're doing and then they skip ahead a little more and they're like okay here we go now they found their yeah. their groove yeah and it's funny because we'll probably look back yeah, in a year yeah. and you'll have like twice as many blankets and we're just gonna be like can you believe it yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be in a in an apartment that I plan on being in for a while, because then I'll actually get like some some egg carton foam and put it on some boards and hang the boards yeah do up some and treatment stuff. yeah uh, yeah. Um, but I, I we're kind of actively looking for a cheaper oh, place. But not gonna not gonna rush yeah. it, because um, I li- we like where we live now. It's just a little far out of town, and it's a little expensive because we're paying for a backyard that we don't really use because mm. it's huge, and a garage that we never use. So yeah, uh, want to get away from that in hopes for in exchange for like a little bit. Yeah, less someone with a dog <laughs> and a car would probably appreciate your place a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, I. Uh, hopefully we'll find a place that I can commit some 
some stuff too as far as uh acoustic treatment in the recording area aside from just pinning blankets yeah to the walls. i totally get that and like my <laughs> my next place too i've only been through it once but there's already like a little space i have picked out i'm like you know like i i'll live in this house for at least a year so like instead mm-hmm. of waiting six months and being like uh should i upgrade should i i don't know i'm just gonna like right off the bat be like you know what i'm gonna settle in a little bit because even if I'm only here mm-hmm. for a year, I want it to at least feel like my house for a year, not just like yeah. this place yeah, I'm absolutely. just kind of inhabiting. Um, yeah. Because my desire to buy a house hasn't really gone up. I still don't want it to like have a whole house to myself. That seems like a, a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But like, while I'm still in this kind of weird, like <laughs> pseudo weird rental deal that I have, um, I, I'm just going to try and actually take some ownership of my house and, and try to make it a little bit more mine. Even if it's just for a year, I want to express myself through it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just started to do that in my kitchen the last couple of weeks, even though I know we're moving <laughs> in the somewhat nearish future. I started like mm-hmm. hanging up my utensils on the wall instead of putting yeah, them in the yeah. drawer, like all that nice stainless steel stuff, just hanging it up on the wall. Cause it's so much easier to get. Um, you know that little stuff you know, like that. You know what they like, call that, Riley? That is good mental hygiene. Mise en oh, place. and mise en place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also mental yeah. hygiene. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, you gotta enjoy the space you spend time in, no matter how short it is or how temporary mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Kind of like mm-hmm. you have to enjoy the podcast, even if yeah. you. Yeah. And I do every time <laughs> for a full year. Every time. Uh-huh. And. Kind of, I mean, another pervasive element in our last year, I guess our first year (laughs) (laughs) um, of Mm -hmm. recording, somebody that keeps coming up in so many different Mm -hmm. forms uh, is Damon Alburn, and I can't believe it's taken us this long to scratch the surface on his solo work, but but here we are. and I feel like he's just kind of a good way to round out our, our celebration of our year anniversary because the grill has always yeah, come up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with without fail, like once every three episodes, one of us will <laughs> talk about the gorillas. Mm-hmm. It's true. They've been featured in more episodes um, than any other band, easily. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Nine Inch Nails has not, not been featured. No, I think once, Explosions but... in the Sky has more mentions than Nine Inch Nails. But I guess they yeah, don't have a full episode, so... Well, I just I just feel bad for you sometimes, so I don't bring them I in. I love Nine Inch Nails. I, I, Come on. I did sneak them into the last, <laughs> the end of the uh, listener-supported episode, or at least oh, yeah, that anyway. Oh, yeah, bizarre. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to Damon Alburn. Uh, he has a, I think, only a, a one solitary solo album, um, which is phenomenal. I think um, I just kind of heard some snippets from it the other day. I was listening to I think Pandora, mm-hmm. um, and his solo stuff kept coming up, uh, and I knew the voice because he's got you know he's got that very distinct voice, but I couldn't place it with Blur or Good, the Bad, and the mm-hmm. Queen or any of his mm-hmm. side projects, but. I knew it was him, so I, I went over and looked at it, and sure enough, it was just his solo stuff, which I was completely unaware yeah, of. Yeah, I didn't know this um, existed. 
so yeah this is um this is a song called photographs you are taking now uh and i think it's just a really great window into what he sounds like on his own when the photographs you're taking now are taken down again when the heavy clouds that hide the sun have gone The millions of us on the hill From the start to land's end When photographs you're taking now Are taken now, present This is a precious opportunity Be aware of the photographs you are taking now We are flying over black So earlier on this album, uh, one of the earlier tracks, he actually features Brian Eno mm -hmm. uh, on the synthesizer and backup vocals for him. But obviously on this track, uh, Brian Eno is a huge influence. Yeah, yeah. And for the for those of you that don't know who Brian Eno is, uh, he is basically the, the godfather of ambient yeah. music. His, um, his album, Music for Airports like literally changed the way people viewed ambient music and and like the whole notion mm -hmm. of like elevator music and stuff like that started with brian eno when he's like what if we had like this music in the background that wasn't distracting it's not just like white noise filters you know like they'll do in office spaces and stuff but like they're like what if in mm -hmm. these big public areas where there's all these people moving we just created sounds that would accent that and make it more of a soothing, relaxing process instead of this weird industrial, all you hear is people noise thing. And like, he brought that mindset to so many industries and department stores and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, what if we just played music? And like, I mean, they've been doing music in grocery stores forever, but not in airports, not in office spaces. Yeah. <laughs> like he kind of showed that like no productivity and happiness and like goes up and anxiety goes down if you give the mind something to think on that's not that complicated but it's just enough for them to kind of hold on to it and like people mm -hmm. started seeing like ambient music as a tool so yeah, yeah. anyway sorry to fanboy yeah. there i love um, i love you know <laughs> no oh me too uh, i mean he's the he's the primary influence for a lot of bands that i really enjoy like um hammock mm. and stars yeah. of the lid and wing and victory for the sullen and uh slow meadow and i mean i could go on but um yeah it's it's very obviously influenced uh Bri or damon alburn here as well uh you get that kind of it's you can't tell you can't real on first listen you can't really tell if it's a piano mm. or a guitar yeah but the notes are the notes are being played in reverse what? and it's just such a nice soft little yeah like uh the on the second verse um starting at like 2 minutes we were walking our zombies on over to the church of John Coltrane bus from sunset with free 
Yeah, that's what's going on there, huh? Well, yeah, you can tell because the sound swells at the end instead of trails off. Oh. It doesn't start strong and then trail off. It starts starts trailed off and then becomes strong. That's how you can tell it's played backwards. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that's a that's a very common um, tactic in ambient music because it gives you that note without that sharpness of hitting the key. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it makes a it makes a very nicely rounded soft sound um but anyway it, it this this track kind of has that feel to it all the way through uh i don't it's it's just a mix between the very subtle bass that's going on in the background which is actually mm-hmm. fairly heavy if you listen to this on a good set of headphones it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna like hit you it's gonna thump a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah um but the mix of that and these these very Eno esque uh, ambient notes, and then Damon's uh, signature kind of melancholy, melancholy, easygoing voice, uh, mm-hmm. it all just is it ties into a very nice package. Not gonna lie, I'm gonna listen to the rest of this album. Too. Yeah, oh yeah, it's great, <laughs> man. The rest of it is is just as good. But this is this is absolutely my favorite one, just because mm. it's so simple so obviously influenced by Eno and you get very raw sounding Damon Alburn. Yeah. Wow. Um, good find. Yeah. Really good find. I, I'm, I'm so happy that I finally know that, <laughs> that Damon Alburn has a solo <laughs> project. When did that uh, come out anyway? 2014. Oh, wow. I'm so, way behind on that. <laughs> I'm three years late to the party, but oh, well, hmm. um, yeah, I, I just, like it more than Tom York's solo stuff. Not going to lie. Yeah, oh, I like Tom York solo stuff. I do, yeah. but I just have a hard time with Tom York. But that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> that's a conversation it's... for when I've been drinking whiskey. I haven't forced you to do a Radiohead episode yet, have I? No, that's okay. We, that can wait. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, what what do you see? What do you see the future? Uh, the next year. What do you What do you want it to bring for us? Well. How much are we uh, willing to tell people? Because we're going to start trying some new things. Uh, so maybe, like, we, we like having guest hosts, of course. Like, mm-hmm. that's a that's a fun thing to do. And we, we're definitely going to bring, of course, Seamus back. And Austin's going to come back and talk to us about some of his songs here in a couple episodes when mm-hmm. the studio set up. Um, so, of course, we're going to keep doing guest hosts. But uh, I want to, and we've talked about bringing actual musicians in to talk about not only their music like their original tracks but the music that inspired that Mm -hmm. and the music around that uh and just getting real artists in the studio and i think that's going to change things like in a very good way in a very cool way yeah i i do too i'm i'm particularly excited about just getting some different perspectives on i mean this kind of not to play on the name, but it kind of turns into an echo chamber sometimes, you know, because <laughs> mm-hmm, you and I mm-hmm. agree and disagree on a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be nice to get somebody that actually practices the craft. Um, yeah. To talk about whatever we throw at them, you know? Um, and that's not going to be every episode, you know, no. it's just, it's going to be a treat every now and then. It's got to be a special thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause we want to, we want to hand select these people for, for their expertise or for what they, you know, what the depth of feel that they have on, on certain aspects of music. Um, yeah. 
and you know i'd like to uh, we had a listener suggest um a really cool idea i think that that you and i would be good at um mm-hmm. of doing some episodes that aren't necessarily just like oh here's what we've been listening to here's why it's great here's what here's why they click with our lives right now but mm-hmm. instead looking more at like Oh, here's some of the popular stuff. Here's what people like um, right now. If you like these guys, here's this. Here's yeah. something a little different but related. Um, and hopefully try and start people on some some new wormholes. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun because I, I think we both of us have extensive enough libraries and uh, knowledge bases to kind of dig in and provide people with some new stuff. Yeah, and that would be so fun too because it's like I've been to friends' houses like for dinner parties and stuff and like a song will come on that I know and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that you listened to this band. And they're like, oh, no, this is just some Pandora station. I have no idea who this is. And I'm like, what? Like, what? man. <laughs> I'm like, man, let me tell you, you need, you need, I have some homework for you. Yeah. And and even like there's a song on the radio right now called Down. It's by like Mariana Shaw or Hill or something like that. Have you heard it at all? Mm, probably because we listen to a lot of the radio at work. But uh... yeah, well, it starts off like a beautiful female singer, and then it goes into like a trip hop thing where it's like straight up trip hop where they they cut up her vocals and they do like a really good beat over it, and it's like really pretty and it's like gorgeous. But it's also like that genre has been around for quite a while. Yeah. But this is the first time I've actually heard it like on the radio. And I'm like, wow, I bet this is the first time for a lot of people to hear this genre, like this whole trip hop thing. Uh, so, yeah, I would love oh. to do an episode where we talked about, um, yeah, kind I, of Pandora style. You I have do heard know it? this. I do know this song. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. really do. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, it would be, it would be fun to get people involved with stuff that uh that we're passionate about that maybe nobody else or i mean Mm -hmm. fewer people know about yeah um i also want to do an episode on music videos yeah Uh, (laughs) more of a visual type episode where Mm -hmm. we we encourage people to watch the music video kind of before or during or like take pauses where it's like all right go watch this video yeah then come back and listen i think that'd be fun because it it's really is important for some songs yeah oh yeah absolutely like there's a few songs that it's like i'd love to talk about but like i feel like i'd really be talking about the music video yeah uh, so yep like uh, uh yeah. oh man yeah i've got i just i just tweeted about one the other day actually <laughs> um I'd do pretty much anything Felix Cosgrove uh, has animated. It's all just really good, interesting stuff. I oh man, I'm just thinking of uh, Fat Boy Slim's Weapon of Choice with yes. Christopher Walken flying around the hotel lobby. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, yes, one of the greatest things ever. <laughs> but uh, we do need to save some of these little treats for those actual episodes. Oh yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> But that's just a little bit of what we have in store for the next year. Of course, kind of uh, the format's going to stay pretty casual. Um, mm-hmm. I like, just gonna... I like the, the casual approach. Yeah, and I like these shorter episodes. Uh, but we're just going to keep doing this. We're going to bring more people into it. Um, I'm kind of working on, I have some other podcasts in in the works. One One big one in the works that kind of requires me talking to musicians. So I'll be networking more and bringing more people around just to talk to them and uh interview them a bit so it's good it's really good i'm excited great (sighs) 
Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be. I mean, our next year is just gonna be exponentially better because we mm-hmm. we have way more tools now than we did at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and way more just willingness and energy, and uh, it's not as stressful. I don't sit there staring at the editor like, oh, I hate you. Yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) You are my worst enemy. Yeah, it's like, well, I have three hours set aside. Guess I should knock this out. Yep. Yep, but uh, that's about all I have in me today, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for the last year. This has been great. Yeah. It really has. You guys, uh, I mean, like – Clark and I would still do this even if people weren't listening, just because it's we get so much out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but it's there just, are like it is hundreds and so hundreds of you. <laughs> amazing that people are listening to this. We appreciate yeah. all of you. Um, please interact with us. I mean, we love we love hearing from you guys um, on Twitter at EchoPod or uh, or mm-hmm. on Facebook or however you want to get a hold of us. The website intotheecho.com. Read our blog. We've been super active on the blog. That's been a huge addition. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been really great. Cool. Uh, yeah, check us out on all those platforms. Let us know what you think. Uh, interact with us. We'll interact back for sure. Um, and let's just keep this thing going. This is this is great. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, you guys. Have a good night. Into the-